All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number seven of the Passion Podcast. My name is Tyler, and today I am absolutely honored to be joined by a man who truly needs no introduction. He is the 2020 Jim Nance Award winner who has spent three years making uh, just an incredible mark on ASU Athletics and Cronkite. Um, and is now working in one of the best news markets in the country at Nine News in Denver, Colorado. He is Scotty Gange. Scotty, how are we? Oh, I'm great, especially after that introduction. You see, I do, I do need the introduction. If you're like, it's Scotty Gange, everyone's like, who is that? So now you, you've got to kind of describe. I got something. it. I got it. I got to realize my audience goes beyond ASU. I think most people at ASU, <laughs> they were around during your time, remember you. Uh, it's yeah. hard to it's hard to forget if you ever went to an athletics event. But yeah, you can just say the really loud, annoying guy that would, that would show up during the timeouts where you'd say, "Please start the game again." <laughs> <laughs> That's him. That's the guy. All right, Scotty. Well, uh, let's hop right into it. First question I always ask: Who is Scotty? Who is Scotty? That's pretty good. Um, Gosh, I think I'm still trying to figure that out myself, really. I'd, who is Scotty? Wow, this is starting real. I love that. I love Scotty. I'd really just say, I don't know, Scotty's just a, a guy who loves to have fun. I'm, I luckily found something I enjoy and broadcasting, sports broadcasting, and getting to be creative and my silly self on air um, and in hosting events like I've gotten the opportunity to do in the past. But Scotty's just a, he's just a fun-loving dude who's uh, who's struggling in the cold of Colorado right now. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We talked a little off air about that one. I, Arizona is my home. I don't know if I can ever manage to handle the cold. I, I have thin blood. I don't know if it, having being there for a little while, does your blood thicken at all? Has it gotten any easier? No, no. still terrible. <laughs> that is, that is bad news for me. That is bad news for me. Uh, all right. Well, you mentioned broadcasting. Um, and one of the first questions I really wanted to ask you was, was there ever kind of an inkling? What was your kind of first inkling that broadcasting was something that was of interest to you that you kind of wanted to potentially pursue? It was, it was my senior year of high school. I, you know, my, both my parents were in the business world. My brothers are in the business world and it was just kind of, I always thought that's what you do, right? You, grow up, you go to business school at whatever school you go to, and then you work for a company. And I was never really too jazzed about it. And I said, hey, you know what, for fun, I'm just gonna start writing articles about my friends who play sports while I can my senior year before I have to go into business kind of thing. And it was almost just like a revelation, like a aha moment saying, wait a minute, I can, I can go to school for this. I can actually do this. What I, the awesome things I see people on TV do, like that's a real thing that I can pursue. And it was really when I was writing these articles and hosting, you know, pep rallies at high school and, you know, going to my room and doing stuff on my phone, just speaking into it, right? Realized, wow, I've been playing sports my entire life. Sports is my life. I, I know you said that before we started this, sports is your life too. And just this little thing talking to my phone camera in my room, writing articles at three in the morning about my friends who are going to play, I don't know, D3 basketball, like, I enjoyed that more than I did ever playing sports. And I thought, wow, I don't think my life can ever get, you know, a greater high than playing a football, high school football game on a Friday night and sitting, you know, on my, on my kitchen table at, like I said, three in the morning, just writing that was bigger for me. And so after that, I was just like, okay, let's, let's go to school. Let's run with this and let's actually do it. Um, and, and then the passion has just grown more and more every day. Once I get to be a little more creative, I find something new in my game, I guess you should say, um, and things I can do better each day. So it's every single day I get a little more passionate about it. That's for sure. Yeah. 
That's awesome. So you're, you're a California guy. Um, so what, what kind of got you, what made you want to come to Arizona and go to ASU? It was the, it was the Cronkite school. I, my joke is I seriously don't remember applying to ASU. I was just like, I, serious, <laughs> Most I was like, people I, do not. I, <laughs> I was applying for like, I maybe, I maybe 17 or 18 schools and my brother's now wife of a little more than a year, uh, her mom was a college counselor. She says, Hey, I can help you out if you want. And and there and her husband went to ASU. She's like, you know what? It's an easy application. I know you're interested in this journalism thing or looking into it. This was before I was really into it. She's like, why not? Just it's all you really do is put your name down. And I'm like, okay, fine. I got in in like December. I'm like, okay, um, you know, cool. There's a safety school, right? And then I remember they sent me some booklet, like a packet, maybe in March. And I read through it and it was all these things you can do at the Cronkite school and it's pictures of people reporting at big events and like final four in Phoenix and uh, the Olympics and Rio. And I was, it was then I'm just like, boom, that's easy. I'm going there. No doubt about it. And the rest is history. I love school. I got to do super fun stuff. Luckily I was lucky enough to do super fun opportunities there. Um, And it shaped me. And now I'm lucky enough to live in Denver and live in the mountains and get to work here so it, awesome. it all worked uh, very happily at least so far yeah awesome awesome well yeah so you, you chose asu and then fast forward you know a couple years later you're graduating in three years um you're a finalist and then you end up winning the 2020 jim nance award um first time an asu student has ever won that award mind you <laughs> you're getting to talk to jim nance I, I was literally watching it yesterday i was prepping for this i was like i gotta i want to go back and watch it because i remember seeing it but um one of the first things jim nance says to you and this is a legendary broadcaster he says i'm proud of you like i was one of the first things that was out of his mouth i i mean i can't even imagine like what were the emotions like in that moment for you what was even the process like how did you hear about being a finalist and ended up winning just just talk me through that a little bit the emotions were shock if if you watched it yesterday you can just see I was kind of just like thank you you know eyes massive and just smiling and nodding my head really fast um the the process was you know I had applied for it each year and a week before the announcement I got an email from somebody at CBS saying hey you're a finalist can you um you know, do a mock run just to make sure your Wi-Fi is fine uh, the day before and then, you know, be ready to do it that day. I'm like, sure, that's fine. Like, that's exciting. The day before I go on and it's just me and they're like, okay, Scott, you know, Wi-Fi looks great. Okay, thanks. And I'm thinking, you know, is it just me or are they really being careful about this and having kids, you know, hour by hour? But I didn't want to believe it. And so I texted maybe one of my friends. I'm like, I think it's just me. He's like, well, don't let yourself believe that because you'll get really bummed if you you know, go on and see everybody else. And then the next morning I was on and they're just getting ready to do the show. And for a split second, like how we're in a Zoom and it says, you know, Tyler Brown, Scotty Gange, it was Scotty Gange, Jim Nance, boom. And then it went to another thing. And I go, I'm like, I I wasn't supposed to see that. I was not supposed to see that. (laughs) And so then I I, I knew, but I still didn't want to let myself believe it until I heard them say like, the winner is Scotty Gange. And I don't know, it was must've been 10, 15 minutes later they did and talking to Jim was insane that like still I was surprised just because I thought maybe it was a recorded video but he was actually live and so when he was first saying Scotty I'm proud of you I was like this is so cool and then he asked me a question 
I'm like, oh my God, he's really there. <laughs> and so I, I kind of, I like stuttered my answer. Oh, so you thought it was a recording up until then. I thought it was recording. Like, you know, we've got a surprise for you. And he'd say, hey, Scotty, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. And then it goes back to everyone else. And they're like, hey, wasn't that cool, Scotty? I'm like, yeah, that was cool. But he's like still there. And so I almost had to recollect myself. I'm like, okay, this is him. This is him. Um, and so that was really fun. And then I went back. It was recorded. They aired it like two hours later. And I told my parents and my older brother who was in like the kitchen living room and they go, how was it? Thinking that it was me and the finalists. I, I was told it was just going to be a round table conversation. And I go, I won. And they go, no, you don't. No, you didn't. You don't know that. I go, oh, I, yes, I, I just talked to Jim Nance. And they go, well, he probably talked to all the finalists. And I literally, I had to go out and grab my computer because I took a screenshot of the end when they when the, the host was with the trophies I will mail it out to you and I show them I go guys I won and they all just went wow and went crazy and it was really really exciting and a special day and my phone you know blew up that day yeah, it was sure. yeah. it was a happy day yeah, that's awesome that is such a cool story it's got to be the juggling clip I think the the juggling <laughs> segment that's probably what really sold it for them I've got my juggling balls right here too there they are there they are <laughs> such a good club. Awesome. What can he do? Well, um, you know, during your time, still one more question, kind of focusing on ASU, I'm sure you have so many different stories of, you know, as you mentioned, you had to, you got the opportunity to do so many different things. Uh, so this might be a tough question for you, but are, are, is there a moment or two outside of that award um, that stand out to you a uh, person that you got to talk to or interview or just, just a moment during a game or something like that, or a segment you were doing that, that really stood out to you. Um, a moment at ASU, Really, for me, it it was it was hosting the games. I mean, we we, we talked about it before. Just what a spectacular blast that was! Getting to go out there for football, especially. I was so nervous the first couple of games, um, and I am so happy I got to do it because I think it shaped me. And I it was to the point where, hey, if I can go live at this USC ASU game when there's 78, 80,000 people in the stadium. And, you know, they just say, go, Scotty, and I've got to go for 90 seconds. Then I'm like, shoot, I can I can talk to a camera lens when there's maybe a cameraman running it or if I just set it up on a tripod. So it's like that. It just helped me so much because now I'm not nervous. You know, every now and again, I'm a little nervous because, hey, it's my first time doing this or I'm live. Oh, my gosh. Um, but just that feeling the, the, of pregame, I would walk laps around the stadium my friends would always laugh at me because they'd have cameras they'd be filming highlights for you know some outlet and i'm just walking and they knew not to talk to me like i'm blaring music in my airpods i'm just nervous as can be and i just got to get this nervous energy out and so i just i don't know i'd probably go for miles and miles where i'm like sweating almost um but those experiences were just special it was it, like to be able to do that and I, I was so happy that i you know i could i guess i could say i'd earned the opportunity but I was probably in the right place, right time that they needed a football guy and I had just done basketball. Um, so yeah, those were special days. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, we talked about this prior to, but I, um, 
you know, I worked on the in-game presentation side for about a year with athletics. And so I, I was the guy that was setting up the pancake costumes for the basketball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, that was handing out the, you know, the The first watch breakfast bolt. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Can never forget the sports clip gift cards, you know, all those things. That was, that was me. And, and so I got to see a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and I can't count the number of times one of the, you know, behind the scenes people were just like, like, God, he is so good. Like we, like he's the <laughs> easiest person to work with. He just, we just tell him, you know, run with it, do whatever you want. And he, he finds a way. And, uh, and I remember one game I was sitting, I think it was for volleyball and I, and you were doing some stunt with Sparky and you were just running up and down. I mean, you were just sprinting up and down the, the rows <laughs> and we were just like, like that guy's just has unlimited energy. And now to hear you ran my, like you're walking miles before oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how you get your exercise. No need to the no need to go to the gym after that. You know, it's kind of a thing where it's like, I know I've got a minute. And if I were just, all right, guys, what's up? Sparky, then it would be so lame. <laughs> yeah. So that job just kind of like begs for someone just to go just a little bit crazy. And I, I liked doing that. And you did. You were good at it for sure. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, kind of transitioning into professionally. So you, you work in, in Denver now. You're working for Nine News. Um, what is it like um, kind of professionally on the broadcasting side? And is there a difference? I'm sure there's differences you see between doing it at ASU and uh, and now kind of doing it on, on a professional setting. What what does that kind of look like? Well, it, for one, it's, it's kind of fun to do it every day. At, at school, I would have a day or two a week to do a story or go into a studio and then I'd be doing homework and going to class and all that. Um, the biggest thing is just it's storytelling. You know, I do so many kind of packages, you know, feature stories about people. Um, and then on the weekends I'll anchor instead of at ASU, I just anchored a lot. I did news anchoring. I did the in-game hosting. I did sports shows, radio, a radio show every morning. Um, and so here it's, you know, going out, filming, stories, you know, reaching out to people, finding individual features that I can turn into a special mini show, right? And so that's just the biggest thing. It's it's a lot of features, a lot of time, or a lot of times really, because in school I did one every couple of months. Like, yeah, I'll do a feature, sure. But I'm doing all this other stuff. And now it's just it's feature, 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 because I've got to have something for the five, the 10, the next morning, the weekend mornings, the Monday that I'm off, they've got to air something. Uh, I've got to have, have top plays for Tuesday at 5 p.m. So it's just there's a lot of responsibility um, because stuff seriously has to get done in school. I could kind of do it whenever, you know, I I just go I post it on my Twitter or something while it's done or would go on the you know Cronkite News on Arizona PBS. But there's three thousand kids working for that. So they were never in need of content. Um, but now, yeah, it's just it, it's a lot of work. Um, but I love it. You know, it's, it, I don't really feel like I have a job. One of my friends was joking with me. She said, Scotty, have you ever felt like you've worked? I'm like, no, this is like summer camp. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Every day is summer camp. It's, it's a real blast. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome, Scotty. Well, um, last two questions I always ask people um, to, to wrap it up here. The first one, Scotty, what is passion to you? Obviously, you're a very, very passionate, motivated guy. You can tell from, <laughs> from our last 20 minutes here. So what is passion to you? Um, passion. This is actually something my dad told me. I think it's a, somebody must've said it once, but it's like the three levels of happiness. Have you ever heard this? I don't think I have. So it goes, the first one's love and, you know, love can be something that you just, you know, like love it's, it's pleasure. You know, you, you love it. You have pleasure with it. it. 
eating an ice cream cone. Wow, I love this. This is bringing me a little bit of happiness. And then it's done You know, a little bit later. It's a little 10 minutes quick. Love this ice cream, boom, done. And then there's passion. And that's something that just consumes you. Sports, we are passionate about, right? It's, oh man, I can watch my San Diego Padres all day. I will be screaming for my San Diego Padres. I, it just absolutely consumes me. It's totally part of who I am. Um, and then the next level, which, you know, I'll say it's my passion, but uh, I define it as higher purpose. And that's something that is outside of you. And so I use the broadcasting, this, you know, the, the, my work as my higher, my higher purpose in the sense that I get to share good vibes, positivity. And so whenever I'm doing stories or writing a story or doing or hosting, my goal is, hey, you know, I can do a great job. Let's try not to stumble or stutter or lose my train of thought, but let's just bring some energy, bring some positivity for somebody in there or out there who's having kind of a crappy day to watch and just say, all right, you know, give them a little bit of a smile break. And so it started with my family. You know, I wanted every time I did something, you know, freshman, sophomore year, for my family to see it and, and, you know, enjoy it and have fun for those minute and a half, two minutes they watch it, just make their day a minute and a half better. Um, and so that's what, what passion is for me, really it's higher purpose. It's, I have the opportunity in this, you know, silly thing I do to bring a little bit of joy, bring a little bit of energy, positivity to people through my medium, through what I love to do. And so uh, I'm lucky to get to do that. And for other people, it's totally different. They can, they might say, all right, Scotty, you just talk about sports. I know, but I do it in, in a positive way, or at least I try to for the most part. So that's what it is for me. Awesome. I have no words. I'm just going to ask the next question. I don't that. that was so good. Um, all right, Scotty, last question I have for you. Um, there's a lot of people out there who are probably, you know, a couple years younger than you. You were obviously in their shoes not too long ago. Um, you know, whether it's they're in high school, they're just starting college uh, and they, they have some interest in broadcasting or they heard something today and they're like, this guy sounds pretty dope. Maybe I want to do something like this. <laughs> What's one or two pieces of advice you might have for someone who's looking into pursuing a career in broadcasting? My biggest thing, and I, you know, I would work with freshmen last year. Obviously, I was the Blaze Radio director at the ASU student station. So lots of freshmen would come up to me just because they're like, oh, I want to be that, right? It's the first thing they see. Um, it, the biggest thing is just try you know, and there's a Denzel Washington quote, I'm totally going to butcher it, but it basically says like embarrassment is the cost of entry. Those who don't, um, you know, aren't willing to be embarrassed, won't have any sort of success. And that's how I felt my first time hosting ASU softball, they booed me, uh, which is a whole story in and of itself. It's because a little girl said that strawberries are green and I, and she lost and I go, no, you lose. And they booed me. I learned my lesson that day, but, um, it's, you know, I, I would do on-camera stuff freshman year and it was bad and I was embarrassed. And, you know, my first couple times hosting basketball, I'd stumble and I was embarrassed with people watching, but it's, and radio, you know, I have an hour long radio show by myself with nothing to say for the last 55 minutes. I'm like, what am I going to do? I just have to kind of figure it out. And so that's the biggest thing is just to kind of figure it out. I, Every single time I got a little better, I picked one thing to say, okay, tomorrow when I do this on-camera thing, I'm not gonna try and fix the 12 things I could have done differently. Let's just 
stand up a little straighter. And then once I got that, I'll move to the next thing. Okay, let's just be a little more active with my hands. Okay, I got that. Now let's be a little more creative in my opening line. How can I say something a little better than, hello and welcome, I'm Scotty Gange. Let's just say, what a weekend it was. Hello and welcome, I'm Scotty Gange. Just a little thing. And I'd like to say that those compounded over the years, and I'm still doing that. There's a ton I got to get better at, especially now working in a professional you know, place where there's people that have been doing this for decades. And I'm saying, wow, they're good. I'm, I'm far away from that, but at least I can work to that. And so, yeah, it's just to try, just to pick one thing each time to get a little better at. It never has to be monumental um, because you, know, you want to rush to get better, but you also have to be patient and know that you will be bad at times. And when you really want to be good, you may not be, but just to keep going. And sometimes you might surprise yourself. Um, but, you know, over time, it gets better and it gets more fun. And that's addicting to me because each time I get to be a little better. And so that's part of the reason why I just love it because like I, this, you know, today I'm, I'll do something better than I did yesterday, or at least I'll try to. Um, and so, yeah, that's my biggest piece of advice. Just try and get just a little better over time. Awesome. And smile and smile. It's always key. Well, Jim Nance put it best. You have uh, some wisdom and skills beyond you. So, uh, Scotty, thank you for, for joining us today for episode number seven uh, of the Passion Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Scotty, any final words, any final send-offs for the audience? Lucky number seven. Hey, ASU football, they'll be better soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's Thanks a great for having me, Tyler. I really appreciate it. Awesome, Scotty. Well, appreciate your time. Thank you all for listening. Stay tuned and subscribe for the latest episodes. We got them coming weekly and we will see you soon.